crack. Mm. Snap, crackle, oh. pop. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Dad Life Podcast. I almost didn't even cheers. What a cardinal sin. Hmm. Oh, that is that is a tasty brew. That is very delicious. Welcome. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm real tired today, but I'm glad we're doing this again. I'm real glad that we're doing this, and I'm sorry you're tired. Yeah, it's it's just work. Work gets in the way of everything, doesn't it? We travel. You are you're working way more than we were accustomed to for a long period of time, and then I took a really stupid early flight, but that was on me because I booked it. Right. So. I have been working so much. That's why we haven't been talking to each other yep. in this forum very much. But welcome back to Dad Life Podcast. My name's Chris. I'm Ryan. And we're and drinking beer, of course. For a change. I've already forgot what this one was called. I know it's Voodoo Ranger. Yep, but there's a lot of variations of just that beer. Yeah. From New Belgian Brewery out of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. This is the Juicy Haze IPA. 7.5 alcohol by volume. It is uh, tropical. Yeah. Tasty and nutritious. And <laughs> nutritious. So nutritious. And it's got a kick-ass can. Mm-hmm. That little skeleton guy in there. I like that. I like it. I like it. It's good beer. Here we are in the beginning of October. Sorry. After not <laughs> podcasting since July when we were talking about skiing. Well, sort of. We were talking about skiing with a ski, ski company S- owner, dad. Ski master. Yeah. Have you. Hopefully we can talk to him again, but uh, man, time's flown. Time's... I've been working six days a week ever since, and now we're on the the back nine of that. So I don't, I'm not working overtime this week. So that's nice. It's very nice. It's really cool. But it still means you're you're still working six days though, right? Or no? I am not. So it's five days. Five days. Okay. I get. I, I have two days off this this week, which is Ooh. not the norm over the last three four months. So. Forever. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. But then I've been gone and. We've snuck vacations in, and then we snuck our kids going back to school all during this time. Like, we've been doing, we've been busy. Did you go on any rad vacations this summer? Uh, I did the boys' trip, which is always rad, where uh, me and my high school buddies, we go up to Bear Lake and golf. Nice. We golf here, uh, down here in the valley. What I mean by that is we golf here locally, and then we go up to Bear Lake, which is on the border of Idaho and Utah. We golf up there, and we went up into idaho and golfed at a new golf resort which is not too far from bear lake which is just this little public golf course that was pristine what was the name of it in what town don't remember oh i was gonna say man give him a shout out <laughs> i would but it was fun but it was fun uh, cool. a lot of golf a lot of hanging out a lot of poker all those guys love to play cards so we play basically every day did you win at either uh, event no on the golf, yes, on the poker. Nicely I done. always do fairly well, because those guys don't play a lot of poker. Right. I don't either, just with you, which is once a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. the cadence is about as good as for podcasting with poker right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> but it was super fun. Uh, it's kind of like the last hurrah we do at the end of August, and uh, and then the kids were back in school, and now it's freaking October already. Yeah. I mean, our kids go back in like mid to late August. So we're, yeah. we just had parent teacher conferences last night. So that's yep. how deep we are into the year, which is just kind of flown by. You're always kind of um, anticipating the school to begin again. And it's kind of like a, like a fog, like yeah. a, that distant haze. It's like, oh man, there's pros and cons because oh, absolutely. 
um, you know, the kids have a place to be and be asserted all the time. But then with school becomes activities and sports Mm -hmm. and, oh, my gosh. All the things. Insane, hair on fire, busy every single day. Yep. And then you forget. Well, I do. I don't know if you do. But I forget. And I'll be like, hey, you know what we should do is we should go do this thing. And then Courtney will be like, they have school, you big dumb animal. Like, you can't just take them out of school all the time. It, Although we just did. We do, but it it's getting harder to recuperate from uh, as the children progress in their years. Exactly. Yeah. And I think this may be our last year where we're able to do so kind of at will. Yeah. Um, because starting ninth grade, it like counts. Yeah. It actually makes a difference. Yeah. Um, For the rest of their life, which sucks. But I almost forgot the best trip that I've done in a while, though. Uh-huh. The best sports weekend. Oh, that I could shit. think that's right. I could ever think of. Um, long story short, because I want to talk about what you've been doing too, and we've got a lot to fit into this episode. But my nieces, so my brother's twin daughters, got accepted and recruited to St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota. Winona. Winona. Sits on the border of Wisconsin, Minnesota. It's about two hours southeast of the Twin Cities. Okay. And uh, we went. We went. Well, Sam. Uh, is a forward and has been playing. And Mackenzie is a keeper and is about third on the depth chart because she's got a junior and senior ahead of her. Okay. So our plan was to go out because Sam had been getting some minutes and hopefully get to see her play. So my parents went out, Courtney and I, we took the kids out of school, uh, my brother and his wife, of course. And so we went and watched. And unfortunately, Sam didn't get to play. Uh, but it was super fun to be on campus and like meet their coach and go, you know, see their dorm rooms and this huge big tour. It was family weekend. Okay. So it was kind of a hustle and bustling, you know, around campus and everyone's parents were there. So there wasn't the the pitch of, hey, we got, I got family members coming from all over the place. Can I play? No, didn't happen. They well, played, because everybody else's family was yeah, there. And they played the toughest team in their conference. Oh, and uh, they ended up losing uh, one nothing, I think, or tied. I can't remember. They might have tied. Um, Soccer's so exciting that way. Uh, yeah. But, so, you know, the geniuses that my brother and I are, we're like, you know, we are going to go see the Twins play, but what if we can also mold a Minnesota Twins game in there and a Minnesota Vikings game? Why wouldn't you? I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. So flew in Friday, Saturday morning, watched the girls play. Then jumped in the car, drove two hours back to the Twin Cities, and the Minnesota Twins, first pitch was at 6.10, so we got right on time. Perfect timing, checked into the hotel, got to the stadium. Uh, I had never been to uh, Target Field. I, I grew up going to the Metrodome, which no longer exists. Right. Jack and Reese, of course, have never seen professional baseball. It looked like a beautiful place. It's it's pretty sweet. And so we got like a bucket of donuts and ate that crap out of that thing. Hey. Bucket, a bucket of donuts. of donuts. So you think like little quarter-shaped donuts. So po- almost like chicken poppers, right? Little tiny guys. Just uh, think state fair type dough, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Covered in just powdered sugar. Sounds it was fantastic. Ridiculous. Um, Did you finish the bucket? Oh, hell yeah, we finished the bucket. <laughs> and so just there's something about having a beer at a ballpark. Always just tastes better for whatever reason. Sure. And then uh, so we finished that game. Uh, went Went to sleep. Got up and went to the Vikings game the next day. My parents and my uh, brother and his wife, Gina, came and uh, they came to the Vikings game and the girls, the the twins. 
and we watched a crazy ass game where the Vikings tried every way they could to lose, but ended up winning in the fourth quarter against Detroit. That's amazing. So that was sick. And then we um, Monday, I do have to tell one more quick story of this trip. There was in Winona a four story barn that was an antique store right next to our hotel, okay. set up on a hill. And Courtney's like, "Oh, we gotta go." I said, "Sure, absolutely. Let's go check out this antique store." So this place is just packed full of stuff, and it's seriously four floors within this huge barn of just antiques, everything you can think of. Ended up grabbing a home uh, home, home run hanky, and th- these were given out by the newspaper. Cannot think what the newspaper's name is in Minnesota during the 1989 World Series and the 1993 World Series. Okay. Excuse me. So are we thinking like Kirk Gibson era, 1988, 89? Oh, yeah. Kirby Puckett years. Kirby Puckett, baby. Okay. Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Um, And so I'm thinking this thing's got to be super expensive because it's in pristine condition. It was a dollar. What? So nailed that. They probably sold those for more back then. They gave them away. They were inside your newspaper back then. Okay. So everyone had them. So, I mean, it's not that rare, but... To find one that's clean and pristine because they're white is difficult. So anyway, Jack then looks at me and goes, hey, Dad, there's baseball cards over there. And they're individually in plastic. So it's, you know, just the little singular cards Mm -hmm. in this big box. And I was like, cool. So I just pull the first one. And it's and and just so happens Jack and I had gone through all of our baseball cards or my collection and then his collection and kind of organized everything by team. Recently? Recently. Just kind of cleaned it up because I had a bunch of boxes full of baseball cards from a kid and it had never been properly put away. Uh-huh. So I had been looking online about the most expensive cards. So I pulled this first card. It's Aaron Hernandez and Derek Jeter's double card from when they were on the Yankees together. And I know in my mind it's a easily a $400 card. It's for 40 cents. So I'm kind of in that dumbfounded stage of like this can't be real. And I Google it real quick. It's not a four hundred dollar card. If it if it rates high at like a nine, it's a zero to ten scale. I'm getting it rated, but if it rates at like a nine, nine point five, or even a ten, it'll be like upwards of a thousand dollar card that I got for forty cents. Jeez, did you go through the oh, rest we went of through, the box? We went through as much as we could, and I think we ended up buying about twenty five cards that I knew had value. Um, nothing like that first she just card. Bought the whole thing. Man. I know. I, I told Courtney <sighs> the same thing. And I got, I felt a little guilty when I got up to the cash register and I said, you really should go through your baseball cards because you're selling cards that are, that are high value for pretty cheap. And she looked at me and she goes, we don't care. It's like a treasure hunt. And now you get to enjoy it. I was just like, okay. Wow. Thank you so, for that answer. There you go. Pretty, pretty sick. store lady. That's amazing. In Winona, Minnesota, if you're anywhere near, go to the third floor. And just get that stupid box full of baseball Damn, cards because you're going to find cool. some gold in there. That's anyway, amazing. Good that's for y'all. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I missed, how did the Twins do? Twins won. Um, their season was over, unfortunately. They were first place for most of the season. Jack and I have been pretty involved in, in watching the standings and trying to watch games when we can. And uh, they unfortunately hit September and they just took a big slide and they ended up being like, eight games away from even hitting the okay. wild card. So the season was over, but they won that particular game. And you got to see the it, humble winners. Yeah, it was fun. It that's, was really fun. That's rad. Fun weekend. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Way cool. You guys went camping, correct? <sighs> we went once. 
Well, we went camping at Wasatch Mountain State Park. Yeah. Um, this was back in August, August right? Yeah. August. So yeah. it was after our last podcast. We we had a. I mean, that place is amazing. It's yep. in the the mountains, just to the, like the south west of Park City. To put yep. it in perspective, outside of a town called Midway. Um, super amazing spot. We had deer walk up on us in our sight. You know, we went. You know, fished and walked the the river up there, yep. and we fished this little lake that was right there at the at the the campsite and caught some big fish. So nice. it was super great. Um, we had the boys sleeping in a tent, and then Jennifer and I bought this thing on Amazon where you just put out take out all the back seats of the suburban, and then put the open up the hatch in the back, and then put this tent thing. Oh, on, so kind of like a quasi tent. On, yeah, it's like yeah, it's. it's but you're uh, sleeping in the car. But you're sleeping in the car. It's yeah, um, cool. We roll down all the windows and we put these like, I don't know, quasi sheet things over the or screens on the windows. Cool. So, you so know, bugs don't we had airflow, no bugs, yeah. and it was nice and cool. So it was great. That's awesome. It was awesome. Um, we brought way too much stuff. Always do. Way too much food. You know, <laughs> ended up being so much work unpacking all that stuff but the boys couldn't stop talking about it that's all they wanted to do was you know sleep outside for the rest of their life and it's like my back hurts <laughs> so i don't know how often we'll go do it but uh it was awesome <laughs> that well i think that was a, a big thing for us i guess that is other news we could talk about yeah we had some big stuff go down i guess you the last there's my mind has been reeling sitting here thinking about all the things that have t- taken place yeah i didn't even think so uh, another, I guess not long story, but we were, I think we've talked about it on the podcast that we've always had a, a trailer that we've pulled with the truck and, and camped every so often. And this last time this summer, we, we did our typical four to five trips and we, uh, ended up going to one of our favorite spots cause Chris had reached out and, you know, was like, Hey, tell me your favorite spots. And that's how you guys had mm-hmm. found that awesome Wasatch park. But we just, I looked at Courtney, I was like, man, I would love to get a cabin and not do this anymore because we just had some terrible, uh, just neighbors next to us in the next campsite and just makes the experience not as fun. Yeah. Yeah. So jokingly I said, you know, what's, uh, if we could find a a cabin, you know, somewhere near this, the spot, which is Monte Cristo, if for those in Utah and, if you're in Utah, there's a website called utahrealestate.com. It's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's so how we found a lot of our yeah spots. Yeah, jumped on there. There's this cabin in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it was for a price that was not I hadn't seen for a cabin right in a long time. So I kind of thought it was not real. Uh, but we called the agent, and we it's it's a twelve miles up a dirt road, so it's not really easily accessible. So I think it's probably why but the that's price was low. Better because I think. that's how you want to yeah experience you know the woods is yeah. away from everybody. So so the harder we, to get to the better. So we bought a fucking cabin, <laughs> rad dude, and I uh, can't wait to see it. Sold the trailer, and how was that selling the trailer? Was it easy to get rid of? It was not, uh, unfortunately. Uh, end of the season, so everyone's selling, right? Right. Uh, so it sat for, oh man, it sat for a month probably. Almost to where the uh, KSL, which is our local thing where you can sell. Local Craigslist, we yeah. say. And it was almost expired, the listing. And some guy called from Idaho and said he was interested, but 
you know, it was kind of like you always get calls of people saying they're interested and they just never follow through or want to come look at it. And sure. he was in Idaho. So I'm like, well, that's not close. So, but he was dead serious and he drove down with his, his dad and they, uh, we were working back and forth. Uh, just, I, I did a, like a little video walk through for him just so you could, you know, get a better look at it other than just the pictures that I had posted online during the phone call. Yeah. Just did like a face FaceTime okay. with okay. him. That way you could see it uh, and didn't have to drive down. Uh, but then, yeah, he we worked through his bank to get his loan approved, and he came down, picked it up, and, and sent us a picture of their first, their first campsite. That's rad. He's a cool dude. Awesome. So it all worked out. Dude, you're blessed, man. Yeah. You got things lining up for you left and right. Baseball cards, Minnesota trips. Cabins. Cabins. It's ridiculous. Huge holes in your house. Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, we got, I guess we got to bring that one up. You got to bring that up. That that was one I would say that probably didn't go as planned. Um, Everything happens for a reason. It's true. It's very true. So uh, being it, you know, all the other dads out there, I'm sure you've had this experience or maybe you haven't, but you find contractors that suck and uh, do shitty work. Yep. I had that conversation a little over a year ago yeah. on this podcast. And we've had, you've had plenty of experience with shitty yeah, contractors. 100%. So we had a shitty one and uh, ended up a project that should have been done in May is hopefully will be finished this month. And what Chris is referring to is we finally found some, uh, we found a finished carpenter who's amazing, who took out our master bedroom windows and was able to put in a sliding door that we've been storing for months in our garage because uh, we've had the door ready since almost May. Right. And got it in and then the stucco guys came and they're patching the hole and making it look pretty and. Where did you find your door? Uh, Lowe's. Lowe's. Shout out Lowe's. I was there today. Bought me what are you a, looking for? Uh, I, I did some electrical work that, shout out dad, helped me with. I had to um, pull power from an existing outlet in the garage and okay. uh, put another outlet in to give power to my sprinkler box because oh. of a... Um, of the item, the cool thing I'm going to show you later. <laughs> oh, so you've got something else that needed plugged in. Yes. Got you. And I couldn't, uh, because of the bracket that was going on the wall into yeah. the studs, I had to move the existing uh, uh, plug in because it would have just, it wouldn't worked. So yep. had to return some things to Lowe's and also picked up a uh, water filter for our refrigerator which is man this is so dad heavy it's this is so dad heavy oh I, did you take a stop at the mowers just you know i kick always some tires? do um <laughs> it's always fun um i i think i kind of need one um i'm still on my original toro yep recycler still got the same one i purchased 16 years ago still killing riders it. still mowing both lawns with it and the one down the street he makes 20 bucks a week so he did get someone lined up. He has he has done every week and has not missed a beat. Nice. Since he put out the the flyer, the one family just says yes, come every week. It doesn't matter, just come. And they Venmo Perfect. me immediately. And this young man, um, I'm surprised he's still going for it. Um, but one week he'll he'll put into investing. Okay. And then the very next week he puts in his pocket. So he's investing 50% of his money. I hope he does this his whole life. That's amazing. Because he heard our conversations between, you know, mm -hmm. Jennifer and I saying, man, I wish you would have invested when we were young because we'd be multi-gajillionaires by yep. now, which we've all said at least once or twice. Absolutely. Now 
I hope that he keeps us going because he's got a good stash going already. Oh, boy. So we just set up an, uh, an account for him on Fidelity and all the kids, actually. Nice. Um, so they each have two accounts. Um, one's a, an, a Roth IRA. The other one's just a regular, you know, money market account. And yeah. Whenever they get money, they decide if they're going to invest or not. So it's crazy. That's I hope, perfect. I hope they keep it going. Cause That's smart. It's way awesome. I remember, uh, uh, shout out uh, Mr. Green, Dave Green, um, marketing teacher at Weber High, sat us all down um, and said the exact same thing that you just said. said, you guys could be millionaires in X amount of years if you take your income right now to starting today and put, you know, however much it was at the time, aside and invest it. So good for you. My dad's accountant, I remember the guy's name, uh, or I remember the guy's face. I delivered newspaper newspapers to him um anyways he told me the same thing when i was 14 15 years old i'm like yeah okay that sounds awesome but am i really gonna do this no nah my income i, I could make you a million and one excuses but i i, I would have never done it and i no. just didn't because i don't know i'd rather buy other shit when i was that age absolutely the I fact that to... they're doing it is i'm pretty floored it's great it's awesome i mean i'm it's making me rethink what we're keeping Jack's money. Henry's money for that matter. Uh, but no, I, I remember at that time, I think the only thing I was thinking when he was talking was like, if I had that, I would buy a cell phone because cell phones had just come out. Uh-huh. I was like, if I had that much money, I'd just go get a cell phone, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this kind of is in the same to- topic, but um, as far as um, parenting goes, I am getting paid from riders lawn work down the street right. via Venmo. Okay, that comes into my Venmo. Okay. So I can transfer it into, you know, I have the the parent joint account for the Fidelity Investments and then I can then disperse it into the children's individual accounts. Okay. But the money that goes into riders pocket right now is just cash, yeah. which is not is uh, simple or really, um, I don't know, conducive with today. I mean, cash is cash. That's great, but I'm I'm just hearing from other parents. There's a there's a thing called green light. Have yeah, you heard of this thing? I have heard of this thing. It sounds like something I'm going to hunt down because you know, going to get paper money to give to a rider just seems silly. He wants to go to the mall with his friends, which you know, huge, you know, step in his big step growing up part of his life i was a mall rat at one point um yeah you want to have a a debit card you know what i'm saying so this green light is that is just that i guess you just have a debit card and then you can just transfer funds digitally to it so there you go i think we might hunt that down if you know any more better ideas no i mean i i think eventually we'll have to do something like that with reese because she's a year behind Ryder. um my thought was, though, they already have existing accounts at uh, America First, which is our local oh, credit like a, union. Oh, like a savings account. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I might just make it so they can have a debit card that's attached to that. Yeah, they don't even have bank accounts. I mean, we have a savings account that we just have their money, you know, their savings in. Yeah. Um, but we transferred that all into their investments. So, I don't know. They don't have any tangible thing to go can spend you- can you not attach a debit card to that money market? With Fidelity, if I can, I don't want to. Um, if anything, I'd 
prefer probably just to do this green light thing or just set them up a checking account. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, you don't want to take out of your investment. And then, and yeah, then yeah. teach the, the um, I guess, the lesson of the balancing of the checkbook. Whew. My dad sat me down and um, my first checking account I, I got when I was delivering newspapers at age 14. Yeah. Um, I got to pick my own checks and I got the Simpsons. You got the Simpsons I was so checks? psyched, dude. Had my name on it. Had my own account. You know what I'm saying? Shit was I dope. I love that you got to pick the Simpsons. My mom hated that show. Really? We weren't allowed to watch it. You weren't allowed to? Nope. We weren't allowed to watch a lot, but for some reason that one slipped under the that radar, man. We were light. allowed to watch that one. Yeah, I thought it would have been sick. <laughs> I started at 15 too. Um, I was a stock boy, and then I got a, a my own checking account. I didn't get checks, though. You didn't? Uh-uh. Not um, that first one. It was just um, um, an account I could access via just a, a ATM card. Okay. So I couldn't, there was no debit card back then. Um. There had to have been an ATM card attached with it, but that wasn't, this was 1993 or four, uh, somewhere in that. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I, I know it was, it existed, but I don't think it was as the norm for a younger kid to have. So I would write checks if I did anything. That's though. sick. You know? Yeah. Simpsons checks. <laughs> I love that. And I remember the lesson sitting down, actually balancing the checkbook every yeah. You know, however often you do it, mm -hmm. and I still do that same, like old school in the checkbook register to this day. Really, I'm the only person I know that does this. Yeah, I I'm stuck in it, but I, I, I don't. I, I like to know every second, and I collect all my receipts, and then I put it in the register, so I know to the penny what I have. Because sometimes, obviously with purchases on your debit card won't post for a while. Right. Or sometimes there's a credit given to your account or, or for the yeah. umpteenth different reasons why I like to know, you know, and instead hmm. of just opening your app and go, hey, look, it says I have X amount of dollars when that shit's so far from the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm stuck in that old register thing. How many other dads are doing that shit? Yeah. I mean... I don't know if my parents still are. They did, that's for sure. I mean, they definitely taught it, but I never I never end, ended up doing it. I have one of those things, though, where I always have that running balance just in my head. You where, keep track? Uh -huh. With the amount of times you swipe your card, you're keeping I don't, a... Tr I, I also don't swipe my card. What do you mean by this? I swipe my credit card, and I pay off my credit card every month because I want the points. So my my account basically Ugh, stays static. That can get so messy. Ugh. It can get messy if you don't pay it off, but it's... An right, but there's also a real easy, like, swipe, swipe, swipe. I'm going to pay it off at the end of the month, but then you get to a point where that pile has overgrown oh, yeah. your income. <laughs> that, well, I'm not that that's, crazy. That's real easy. <laughs> it, it doesn't take it me too, be. too crazy to get to that level. It, it could be. That shit happens quick. Groceries and... yeah. You know. There are certain things, uh, anything over a certain amount that I'm, that I'm like, all right, I got to think about it. Yeah. But for most of the month, I know what the balance is and just, you know, I just pay within, the, within hundred bucks. I always know ballpark, but yeah. I, I, that, that ballpark thing, um, has to be watched so fine sometimes that, you know, you underestimate or overestimate and you're like, oh shit. The ones that get me are the reoccurring payments you forget. So I do have reoccurring payments set up for like internet, whatever, 
hundred percent. I have a lot of auto pays. Oh, yeah. forget about those. Oh yeah, my insurance just went through, mm-hmm. and I'll just forget. Not that it's like ever hurt, you know, but I always forget about it. Right. Anyway, we could, let's not talk about finance. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's just part of it's part, part of life. Dad, um, I know, and it's part of something you got to teach your children. Um, Ooh, that's why we're talking about it because it's unfortunate that it's not unfortunate. Uh, maybe I should restructure how I mean this. Is we need to educate our children on this topic, but you would hope that there was more of this content in school. Oh, 100%. Right? And I think there is. I'm, I'm so, I, this is funny. You'll love this. I get a text from Reese probably a week and a half ago during the middle of the day. So I'm thinking, oh, crap. You know, she's sick or something's gone wrong because uh, she doesn't text me during the school day. And she goes, hey, Dad, I need my social. And I'm oh, like, oh, shit. What? And she goes, I th- I'm sure you think that, you know, why would I need my social? But we are practicing filling out our tax forms, which I quick- quickly just said, you don't, or I'm not giving you your actual social. Just put in one, two, three, four, whatever. Make a fake social. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. I wish that the teacher would have said that. I agreed. What the hell? I don't know. So anyway, I was surprised at seventh grade that they are having them fill out. I'm sure it's a 1040 easy, but still, it's nice that they're at least getting exposed to it now because I didn't get exposed to it till I filled out taxes for the first time. That is good. Um, I think I mean more of like the tactile monthly budget. Budget and uh, credit cards. I think credit cards and I think those loans. are the, the big ones right mm-hmm. there is, okay, here is how much you're bringing in. Yep. That's this total. Now let's add up all the other things that you want. And here's what you owe. And yep. this is how we save. And if you don't do these things, you're going to end up, you know, in a world in of hurt. Debt or wherever. Yeah. Right. And then and then you go to college and then you're, oh, oh my God, you're slammed college. with that stuff. You are in that business, so you know more yeah. than most. Um, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> you can get you can get in deep water in uh, in higher ed real quick if you're not careful. Um, super easy to say, hey, I'm just going to take another ten thousand because uh, I want to live in the apartments and not the dorm, um, and that that adds up real quick. And then you're paying that back for thirty plus years, possibly, Ugh. depending on. Where you go to school, and if you decide to do a master's, which just gets worse. Or a doctorate. Or a doctorate. And here's my words of advice uh, for all the dads out there, uh, as far as higher ed is concerned. Um, Obviously, scholarships. The more you can get your kid to apply, the worst that can happen is uh, they don't get any money, which they weren't going to get if they didn't apply anyway. So have them apply to everything. And then the other thing would be uh, when they're looking at those loans is you have subsidized and unsubsidized and one is basically there's no interest accruing while you're in school and the other one has interest accruing you can only qualify for some certain amounts depending on how much money you make but if you're a college student you're making shit well it's dependent on your parents if you're a dependent so it's dependent on how much your parents make not how much you make so the only way to skirt that is if you were to have a child. So if you had a child already by the time you get to college, then you, it would be just dependent on your, your income, which could be minimal. Um, but the whole point of that is just sit your child down 
and make sure they understand what the debt is going to be at the end of four years or five years or whatever, where I feel like, you know, I was only looking at it my freshman year. So I sat down with my mom. We did our financial aid, realized how much it was going to be. And all I was thinking about was that year. It wasn't compounding it times four. And then tuition rates go up while you're in school as well. Mm-hmm. So just stuff to think about. And I, I don't think a lot of parents do. Um, and maybe they do. But if you don't, if you don't do it, you should. Uh, just prepare your student or your daughter or son for the what's to come because it can be hefty. Those conversations are there's you're never too uh, young to have those conversations. Absolutely. Let's say um, because they're appropriate at every stage, and by the time you get into the college years, um, hopefully they have a good enough understanding of things to where it's not like oh my gosh, trying to explain, you know how to set up a VCR to your ninety year old grandmother. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Hopefully that they have a good foundation to go okay, I get this and I understand the consequence of the implications it's going to have yep. later on. Because yep. you're at a very young age, you're like, I don't give a shit. I don't have to worry about this until I'm an adult. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Um, you know what would be cool is we should have, I know so many people in admissions, we should have somebody from admissions come on and talk about how admissions works and all the tricks of the trade. Gosh, um, dang it. I would love that. That would probably be pretty good for... Some dads and moms out there. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to work on that. And speaking of the future, something that we're both a little bummed about is uh, a cruise that we've talked about. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think we were going to go. Boo. Which kind of stinks. Well, uh, I have a lot of siblings that are going to, I'm going to live vicariously through the, they're going to go on this uh, next 311 cruise in the spring. Which is back. Which is back. Um, it was not. It didn't happen two years ago because of obviously this wacky pandemic that's still hanging over us. Um, so it's happening again. That's great. I'm not going on this one because of all of the financial things we were just speaking of. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you got to be smart and make those good money money decisions. Um, sucks to be an adult, but got to be an adult. Got to do it. If you're not, you're gonna. You're only gonna hurt your whole your whole family. So, did that thing sell out real quick? It, you know, I think it did in one day or something wow. crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yep. As far as like the people that hey, let's get on the waiting list. I mean, there might be some onesie twosies that squeak by because there's always cancellations because life happens. But yeah. I think if you didn't get on that first day, I think you're not gone. I think you're screwed. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Well. To all the Smiths my, out there, my, have fun. My brother's going to take a lot of video, so I'll get to see. I'll, I'll get to feel like I was there. Plus, the recap videos are always fun anyways. Plus, I feel like you've seen 311 a lot. I've had a, I've seen them a few times. Okay. I, I have a, a good idea of what it would, <laughs> the kind of sensation it would be. You know what I mean? I mean, I can I can literally turn around and touch the felt from a cruise ship of the past yeah. from 311. Yeah, it's so. the felt from a blackjack table <laughs> on one cruise. It's pretty cool. So I feel like you've seen, you've at least been there. I have a question for you because you brought it up earlier, and I'll forget to ask on yeah. the next one. Um, you talked about that college loan one being subsidized and non-subsidized. Uh huh. The one that gains interest or you're paying interest on from the get-go sounds like it would be way better than waiting till the end because normally, if you wait later, it's compounded upon the interest of the entire. 
alone rather than what the balance is later on. It sounds awful. Well, I mean, it's, it, it, again, it's dependent on your parents, unfortunately. So if in a perfect world, you would just get all subsidized loans and it would be fantastic and you wouldn't pay any interest on it while you're in school and you wouldn't have to worry about interest until you come up with your payment plan at the end. Right. Unfortunately, it's not the way the, the government does student loans. And so you're going to have a mix of both sub and then unsubsidized as well. This is going to um, be an entire episode. Yeah. It, oh, easily. I have so financial many more questions because I didn't go to college, so. It's it's a world that I lived in. I have I continue to live in. I did I did financial aid for eight years, so it's uh, it, it, it unfortunately hasn't changed much. Although, are loans the only option? Depends on the school. Um, Isn't it? Uh, it really depends on the school. So I mean, there's so many things we could get into, which we don't really have time for in this episode. But I think one thing that is overlooked heavily in in our country, at least, is community colleges, and they're super affordable and they are a pathway to some really great schools. And if you can do well for two years and get out of there without any debt, then you can go spend two more years at a really great school and most likely get a pretty decent academic scholarship from your first two years at community college. And you're so much more equipped to succeed anyways, because you, you did all your silly, stupid living in those first two years, yep. hopefully. Hope so. Which I hope you do anyways, because everybody Cause should in need to anyways. Yeah. Anyway, we get, this could be an entire episode, which we which we'll do. Drive um, fast, party hard, party. <laughs> yeah, party hard, party hard. Wait, that's not the uh, the vibe I was going for, but you know, but you know I mean. what I mean. But yeah, no, I think we could do a, a full episode with uh, an admissions rep. I'm excited. Let's that get that going. We'll get it going, and then we're gonna have my brother on uh, sooner or later. He has no excuse now. The the girls, his girls are in college. Okay. He has no excuse. He's got to come out. We're ready. It's happening. Anyway, we're uh, we're over time. Thanks we've... for sharing the time with us. Absolutely. And we are going to get better. I, I, we keep saying this. We do. We, uh, we're going to we, we get better. We got to stop saying it until we, we <laughs> just do it and then say, okay, we're going to stop saying we're going to do it. We're just going to do it. And then we're like, hey, look at these they, guys. They did it. Look at the content. The content. <laughs> <laughs> so much content. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going we're gonna to fix it. Okay. Until next time, Ryan. Stay positive and love your life. Later. Later.